Hello, parents. Welcome to the Masterful Parenting Podcast. I'm Ann Alvarez, parent coach, school counselor, and mom of two. Do you struggle with your relationship with your kids because you carry childhood pain? Do you get triggered by your child's behavior, become irrational, and maybe even yell at your children? Maybe you want to be a better parent, but you don't know how. Instead of repeating old patterns, you want to heal your pain, become more aware of your child's needs, feel connected to your kids, and learn the tools to communicate better so you can truly enjoy your parenting. If you are ready to heal your childhood pain, raise healthy, connected, and happy kids, and end the cycle of parenting with pain, then join me. Our kids deserve it, and we can do this. Let's go. Hello, parents. Welcome to episode five of the Masterful Parenting Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about confronting our past. So I said in uh, episode one, the birth of Masterful Parenting, that my friends came over for dinner and we all shared our our childhood pain stories. So the first thing to healing, I said uh, a few times now, is that you have to tell your story. It is your story. It needs to be told. And if you don't tell your story, you will continue to bleed. So the first step is tell your story. And that's the way that you can release it and let it go and not have it live inside of you. It becomes part of your past and not your present or future. So for me, um, the way I confronted my past, first of all, I told my story. I said I told my story to a, a counselor um, at a crisis point in my life where I was still having a very toxic relationship with my mom as a young woman. And I was really, really struggling with uh, our relationship and how toxic it was to the point that I actually moved away uh, for about three years. But in that time period when I moved away, I made a decision that I needed to confront my mom. My dad passed away when I was 21, so I didn't have an opportunity to confront him about the pain that I endured during my childhood. And I didn't want to to not have that opportunity with my mom. I, I said, my mom's still alive. Uh, this is my chance to have a voice because as a kid, I never felt like I had a voice. And now I am 30 years old and I need to have a voice. And so I invited my mom to my new location where I lived. It was in Calgary in Canada. And um, I said, Mom, why don't you come and out for a visit? But my intention really was to have this conversation with her. And I'm going to share with you the conversation because I think it might be helpful if you are thinking about confronting your parents about your childhood pain, how I did it in a way that wasn't uh, hurtful to my mom. So this is what I said. I said, Mom, I just want to share with you my perspective as a child growing up, how I felt about my childhood. I, I wasn't happy. I was not a happy kid. When I look back at my childhood, I'm not happy. I'm sad. 
um, there was a lot of pain and a lot of things that went on in my childhood. And I found it really, really difficult. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel loved. And I didn't feel important or valued. And it's nothing about you. I just want you to know what my experience was. And my mom, you know, she she heard me, which was really, really great. And she, but she did proceed to like defend herself. You know, I was a single mom. I was working so much. I wanted to put you through university, which she did. And like, I'm, I give her a hundred percent credit for making that happen for my brother and I. So like, I'm so grateful that she made that happen. Um, but she did go into other things that, um, justifying why she couldn't give me what I needed as a kid. And so I let her talk um, and I let her express. Uh, and I, I guess I did really understand like the challenges that she was going through as a single mom. Um, and so I had some empathy, but I didn't really want to buy into her excuses because I feel like we can make a thousand excuses to our kids for not giving them what they need. But our job as parents is to give them what they need. Our job as parents is to find out what they need and give it to them. That is my belief. Uh, that is my, my what my heart tells me um, if we want to be healthy parents to our children. And so after that meeting, my mom did cry. You know, we, we, had, ex we had emotion. Um, so it was good. It, it, it was the first step for me to change the way our relationship was because I never opened up about my feelings to my mom because I didn't feel safe. But here I am, a 30-year-old woman. I was like, I need, to, I need to have a voice. I need to tell her what it was like. That is going to give me power, right? That is going to help me release the past and move forward. And that was a pinnacle moment in our relationship because from then on, I wasn't really afraid to express my true feelings. And I, and I did, like throughout the years, express my true feelings to my mom and not worry so much about how is she going to take it or is she going to get mad at me or whatever the worries, all the fears I had as a kid, I was able to uh, keep them aside and still understand that my voice had value and that I could speak openly with my mom. So when we confront our past, we are no longer victims, but we're survivors and thrivers. Mm -hmm. And there is no place for victimhood because there's no power in victimhood. We cannot continue to be victims in our lives and have power over our lives. That just will not happen. So we need to see ourselves not as victims, but as survivors and thrivers, that we will thrive through, through this experience and it's going to make us better. It's going to make us stronger. It's going to make us the people we are supposed to be. So no place for victimhood in our lives if we want power okay so how do we heal now that we've confronted if you have the courage to confront your parents then 
now we, we, we've let that out. We've given ourselves a voice. But we also still have these, these thoughts, right, that sometimes will control us. These insecurities that are carried forward from our childhood pain. So we have to reframe our story so that we're more empowered, right? So this is reframing is, is, is a technique I use. It's something that I use for myself and with my students uh, when I'm working with my students as a high school counselor. So reframing is telling yourself, it's not about me. The abuse, the pain, the neglect, um, it's not about me. It's about my parents and their inability to love me in the way I needed to be loved. It's about my parents. I don't have to own that story, that feeling that I had when I was a kid. Reframing, instead of I'm not worthy, I am worthy. I'm amazing, I'm strong, I'm resilient. That's reframing the thoughts that we had in our childhood, we're gonna we're going to change those thoughts. We're going to make them empowering thoughts so they're actually helpful in our lives. Reframing my childhood pain makes me a better parent because I will not repeat the pain from the past with my own children. Do you see how powerful that is? When you make that commitment, when you reframe your past so that it empowers you in the present and the future, that is how you create a new identity. You are creating a new identity and you are not living with that painful uh, identity that you carried as a child. You can live in the present and the future and you can let go of the past. Now, I just want to say this is something that I, that I learned um, recently, that when we find purpose for our pain, that is so, so, so empower, powerful in our lives. And I want to share with you, like Viktor Frankl, oh my gosh, I just love Viktor Frankl. He's not with us anymore in, in, the, in, the, in the physical world. Uh, his spirit lives, though, through all his writing. He wrote a book, um, best-selling book, called A Man's Search for Meaning. And I haven't actually read the book, but I have read about Viktor Frankl. I've read his story. I've read his quotes. I am so um, intrigued and so um, in awe of this man's wisdom. So he's from Austria. He's a psychiatrist. Um, and he's a survivor of the Holocaust. If you know his story, uh, he was in the Holocaust uh, for quite a few years, and um, he talks about his observation of people in the concentration camps, the ones who had the strongest will to live because they were finding meaning in their struggle, in, in, their, in their misery, right? That there was a purpose for the pain that they were enduring. And for him, he found purpose in his pain as well. Um, a wife that he loved that they got separated from. He, he wanted to be alive for her. And then the other thing was he would find little ways to find hope in his misery. You know, he talks about um, they had soup every day for dinner 
and on the bottom of the soup uh, pot was the meat. And when he lined up for his soup, soup he was he was saying, oh, I hope I get a piece of meat today, you know? That'll make me stronger and survive better. And so he was always trying to give himself hope uh, for the future in order to endure the pain that he was experiencing at the time. And so we, as parents of pain, of childhood pain, can find a purpose for our, for our pain. We can say, the pain that I endured tells me I don't want to repeat that pattern generation to generation to come. The pain that I endured tells me that I want to heal fully and completely so that I can be strong for my children. The purpose for our pain could be I have more empathy for people who are in pain and I want to help people. This is purpose for our pain. I know for me growing up, I was a very, very sensitive child, but I knew in my heart that I wanted to help people. And I became a teacher first. And that was really my passion because I love children. Um, and I love giving them hope and helping them to feel good about themselves. Because why? Because I didn't feel good about myself when I was a kid. So I could give that to my students, right? I, I, what I didn't get, I can give. And I wanted to give it to my students. Because my students might, some of them were, were suffering. Some of them had very, very poor self-esteem. And my purpose was to lift them up to help them see their value, to understand that I saw them as valuable young people, worthy of care, worthy of love, and worthy of being lifted up in their darkness. I know it's so heavy, but I, I have so many good memories as a teacher. I remember one student, um, she used to come to my class. I think it was she was in grade seven, and she had her hair all in front of her face. And I was determined, like that year, to really connect with her and to make a difference in her life. And every day I would praise her. I would find something good to say, something to appreciate her, something to give her some love and, and, and some worthiness. And I was so, so, so happy. Like at the end of the year, her hair was off her face. She showed her face. I was like, this is a moment. This is a moment of victory because I'm shining light in that person's life. And I want to tell you, parents, we can shine light in people's lives because of the pain that we endured as kids. We can still be light in those people who are living in darkness. And it starts with our kids, right? We shine light on our kids. We give them what we didn't have. Every day we need to be intentional not carrying the pain, but finding a purpose for the pain. 
so that it is empowering our children, so that it's making us better, so that we can give service to those who are suffering, that our pain has a purpose because we can shine light on those who are going through pain. That is really, really the message of finding purpose in our pain. So parents, I want us to live in the present, not in the past. The past is done. You're not that child anymore. You're an adult. You have power. You have worthiness. You are worthy and valuable. All right? So we're not living the lives of the child that we were. We are developing the adult and we are enjoying our lives and filling our lives with joy because we deserve it. We suffered, right? We suffered as children and now we deserve joy, to focus on joy, to love ourselves, to give love to others, to give love to our children. We must live in the present and the future and put the past away. Heal from the past and it is part of our story, but it is not the whole story. We continue to live our story uh, and we can continue to live it by finding purpose for our pain and empowering ourselves, reframing our thoughts so that they are impactful in our lives, so that they empower us to action, to becoming the parents that we are truly meant to be. Thank you so much, parents. I hope that this has inspired you and given you hope. Bless you. See you next time. If this podcast inspired, blessed, or changed you in any way, I would love for you to share this with your family and friends on your Instagram page and tag me at Masterful Parenting and join my Masterful Parenting Facebook page or DM me for more parenting support. And I will meet you here real soon. Remember, be relational with your kids and you will see a change. Love to all you parents out there. Let's change the world one parent at a time.